Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and this week's episode is all about five tips to optimize your artist website. And I want to talk about this because we always, we want new customers, right? And we want them to come as easy as possible. Getting to that position of getting referrals via word of mouth or Google search, that's the goal, right? We don't want to make videos online all the time. I mean, it's fun. It can be, but it's exhausting. So setting up your artist website to where people can find you via search. And when they do find you, having a website where they say, oh, I want to hire this person. That's the goal. So we're going to be going through a couple tips. But this also came about this subject because lately I've realized after (laughs) coaching artists for almost five years, the Artist Academy is almost five years old with the podcast and everything. And I've talked to many, many artists And most of you say, not all of you, but most of you say, I'm not very techie. I don't like to be on the computer. I don't want to waste time building a website. I don't like social media very much. I just want to paint. I just want to have fun and be creative, right? Not everybody, but I hear that all the time. And it's so funny to me though, because I would almost rather sit down and build a website rather than go paint on canvas. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I told this to somebody recently and they're like, what? Why? I'm like, I don't know. But I just like the idea of building something online for people to come see and then them clicking the buy button. It just gets me excited. <laughs> I don't know. And it's just like picking the fonts and like, it's like, it's a different form of creativity. It's like strategically creative in a way. I don't know, but I know a lot of people that you don't like it. So within the Artist Academy, I am toying around with this new idea and we're putting a a new program in place to where I help you create your website and not just help you. I basically take it on for you by hiring a web designer who I'm currently in the process of hiring one. And I take that that task on for you and we build it together to whatever specifications you have. I'm going to give suggestions. You can follow them if you, or or not, whatever. If you want to have fireworks on your website, I might be like, well, maybe not make it so flashy. Let's make it very easily readable. But if you really want fireworks, we'll do it. But <laughs> That's going to be the process of it. But I'm going to have somebody else build it and build it for you, give you full access to it, and also show you via tutorials, like we do inside of the Academy, show you how to maintain it, update it, and everything so that you're not locked in with anything. We build it for you. We show you how to update it and then you can do it yourself. Or you can hire the website developer again if you really get stuck and say, hey, I need you to update it for me once a year. I'll just pay a small fee and you do it for me. Whatever it is, I'm still figuring out all of the things, but this is what's going on in my world. I'm going through all the SEO stuff and figuring out how to build other artists' websites and what the easiest way for that is because I like doing this. So this brought up this subject of optimizing an artist's website and how that is. So for those of you who don't want that and saying, no, 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 I don't need anybody else to do it for me. I kind of like doing it too. I just need to know how, I need to know how to make it a little bit better 
or I'm just going to force myself to make it better. Here's tips for you too, because that's what the podcast is all about. You don't have to be a member of the Artist Academy to get a bunch of tips. There's so many artists out there who just need a little bit of direction or a little bit of advice, and then you'll go off and do it yourself. And that's what this podcast is all about. So tip number one, and I've said this multiple times, but I just want to put this forefront and everything is your photos are everything. So as I'm thinking about building other artists' websites, I'm going to be explaining to them, hey, this photo is good, but go do this better in this way. You need to go take this outside, do it in this way with this background, have the camera this close to you, and then we'll edit it for you something. I know that I'm going to have to come in and show people how to make the photos better. But spending time taking photos and editing your photos to display your art in the best possible form, that is going to land you jobs. That is the thing. That is the key. Good lighting, clear images taken on a quality device. I use my iPhone 12 for everything. Literally all the videos in the Academy, every time I photograph anything, it's my iPhone 12. So something like that. It doesn't need to be a Sony camera or whatever, but it can't be an iPhone 4 because the camera quality is not good on those anymore. It has to be something of quality and that's your first step. And you have to have good lighting and you have to clean your lens. I don't know how many times I've taken photos or I've asked someone to take a photo for me or I've seen photos taken and I see, oh, the lens needs cleaned. And I'm so grateful whenever I hand my phone to somebody and they immediately clean the lens really quick before they take photos huge tip. Hardly anybody does it, but that's my number one. So imagine this in your head, a photo taken of you holding your painting in your kitchen. Like you can see, like even if it's a clean kitchen, (laughs) you can see things on the background and you're holding it and it's kind of a dim light. There's no ring light. There's no anything. It's all right light, but it's dim compared to what it could be. And you're holding your painting and you're so proud of it. And you post that photo to your website. What does that photo say? That photo to me says, I do this as a hobby. Please do not pay me very much. (laughs) Okay. As opposed to a clear photo of you with your lens cleaned (laughs) and you're wearing something presentable. So maybe not paint clothes (laughs) or paint clothes that are super baggy on you. Or, you know, like we all have like our high school t-shirts that we wear when we first start painting because we don't want to get paint on anything else. No, wear something presentable, you know, stand with your painting, either you're holding it or even better, it's on an easel next to you. That's, I don't know why an easel makes things a bit more professional, but it does. It's like saying, I don't need to hold my painting. I have something else to hold it for me. (laughs) And it's, you just taken with great lighting. You have a ring light or the room is really well lit and it has a, a white background, like it's in a gallery or something that's not your living room or your kitchen or your bedroom. (laughs) It looks clean and good. That photo says, I am a professional. Please sign up to be on my wait list and I'll get to you eventually. (laughs) As opposed to, I do this as a hobby. I think the way we present ourselves says so much about a website and just the photos that were taken. I was looking at other artists' photos that are on their websites. I was looking at some of the artists in the Academy and what their websites look like and how we can make them better. And one of the main things I've noticed is the photo quality. It's I'm like saying this, like trying to say this in like the most polite way, but I guess imagine you're, there's a couple of them where they had a painting that was on the table 
and they took a photo of the painting on a table and it wasn't straight on. It was like you could see that it was laying on something and it wasn't edited. The whites weren't white. The whites were like an off color white and you could tell that it just, it could have been sitting straight up. It could have been edited to be a little bit more clear. Like there's just little things and that would have looked so much better. It's just things like that that maybe artists don't realize could be better. And I guess the best thing to do is go to an artist, their website that you admire. Go and look how they're doing it. Go either look at mine or somebody who does canvas art or whatever something's close that you do and see how other people are doing it. See how they take their photos. Okay. Anyway, number two, SEO. Search engine optimization. It sounds a lot more complicated than it is. It's really not. It's just using keywords within your website to describe what you do. And for example, some of my keywords that I use are Missouri muralist, logo artist, painter, Springfield, Missouri artist, interior mural, exterior mural, landscape, modern muralist, Midwest muralist, like mural artist, because some people say that and they don't say muralist. So mural artist, painter, landscape painter, custom artist, high-end art, children's room decor, kids room art, nursery mural. That's three different ways to say something about art goes in a kid's room. (laughs) And just things like that. And I think the best way for you to figure that out is you can go type in Google or Pinterest and type in muralist or type in artist. And then it will come down with a drop-down menu of like, if you say muralist, it'll come with landscape muralist or whatnot. And it gives you ideas for you. You don't have to just think of these. And so you just type in little words and it'll suggest what descriptor words to use for you and you pick and choose what best fits. So I wouldn't put portrait artist. I wouldn't put paint party event on there because that's not what I do, obviously. And so you pick what search words are best for you and then you incorporate them within your website. Super easy, right? So how do you incorporate it within your website? You put it either on your about page or your contact page, somewhere where your artist statement would be, or a page that describes what you do. So maybe your about page, or I just have my contact page. I'll have my website linked here. You can go and scroll around it. Go to my contact page. It shows a little blippet of who I am and what I do. I'm pretty sure it says something like, I'm a Missouri muralist and this is what I paint. I paint logos and murals for businesses and stuff like that. But then it also goes into how to contact me and then how how to go through that process. But I have a lot of keywords in there that explain that I am a muralist, I'm an artist, a painter, all of those things. Another way, my favorite way to do this is those photos that we just talked about that are everything that are going to get you hired, put those on your computer put them in a folder. I have a folder on my computer that says Instagram worthy photos. So those are my best of the best ones. And I go in there and each file has a name on your computer. So I have a mural on there of a kid's room and I go and I change the file name to kid's room mural interior jungle themed, something like that. So five, six, seven words that describe what that photo is about, save it. And then I upload that photo with that description into my website. 
super easy. And you do that for all of them. It'll take a little bit, but it really helps SEO in the long run. Another trick that I learned very early on on accident was go get featured on somebody else's website who's already done this work to be one of the first top searches on Google when somebody types in artist in Springfield or wherever you're located and get featured on their website because I did this once on accident. Like I said, I signed up to be an artist instructor at a local art gallery and they put a profile up for me saying that I offered this one class that I taught there. And I wasn't a regular. I just was going to teach one class. I think I maybe taught two total there, but they kept my profile up. And for the longest time, that was the number one search when it came up for Springfield muralist, because they put me featured up there saying that I was going to teach this class that I was a muralist. I did landscapes around Springfield, blah, blah, blah. So all of those words that they were using in their already Google search optimized website, that brought me up to the top. So if there's a news article that you could be featured in, or if you're a paint instructor, or if you get featured in a local magazine or something there, make sure to include those SEO search terms and your website on there. That way it comes up on when anybody searches anything about Missouri muralist Andrea or something. Because I've had several articles that have come up too. Like I was featured on the our local zoo's website for for doing a bunch of projects there. And for a while that would always pop up too. And another one I was featured in our local magazine is called 417 Magazine and they do like a best of type thing. So like best of photo op murals and all this stuff. And I was featured in that a couple of times and that was also top on Google. So it wasn't my website that was coming up. It was 417 magazines or the zoos or this gallery downtown that was coming up, but people were still able to find me via those websites. And people were telling me that they found me via those websites. They're like, oh, well, I saw you popped up on this art gallery thing. And so I saw you did murals. So then I went to your website and that's how I found you. I was like, great, perfect. Thank you. Other websites doing the job for me. Tip number three is to keep your website menu or navigation options minimal. And to the point, you've heard of the KISS, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid phrase. It just goes back to that. People, when they go to your website, they want to see something simple. They don't want to see all the things you've ever done since high school. So if you offer paint classes and you do murals and you do prints and custom commissions and you do this and that, and oh, you also do pet portraits and landscapes and like all the things that can be condensed into just a couple options. Also, just because you do all the things doesn't mean you need to be hired for all the things. So asking yourself, I've done this in the past, but what do I want to do in the future? What do I want to get hired for today? If somebody wrote me on my website and it says I had a new inquiry from my Shopify site, what am I hoping that they're asking for? I'm hoping that it's a business asking for a really big mural that I can then hire a couple people on to knock it out in just a few days and they want it in a really cool design that's really fun. That's what I want. So with SEO, I'm going to put that I paint for businesses and on the photos that I display and the navigation In the menu, I'm going to show that I do murals for businesses and show what businesses those are. And if you go to my website, you're going to see a spec section that says murals and logos because 
logos are painting for businesses. And those are my two things that I want to be hired for. And so those are the very two top things on the list. And even though I have landscape murals and I have modern and all the stuff, I'm putting all of that under the mural section and all of my logos go under the logos section. And then I have a spot for prints and originals that are for sale underneath that, although I don't really focus on those much anymore. So I could even almost take those off. I don't know, maybe, but I'm focusing on those two things, murals and logos. And I bring this up because I was recently asked to audit a website by an artist academy member. She had me go to her website and I clicked on her navigation menu. So those three lines at the top of most websites and the drop down menu came and there was 20 different items. There was her underwater collection and her flowers collection. And then she also does murals for businesses and then her residential murals collection. And then all the, there was so many things. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> that it's overwhelming for me to see this. Let's condense it. Let's take out anything that you don't want to be hired for. Take out anything that was done that you're not super proud of because there doesn't need to be 100 photos on a website. You really just need a few things to show whatever you want to be hired for. And I'll even say, if you're new, not make a website because you only have a couple things under your belt. Having one mural done or having one logo done is enough to put on there to show people what you can do and then to be hired for it. That's it. One. So preferably more to show a variety of things or to show a number of projects and increase that credibility. But one is the only one that is needed to start to get hired for murals or logos or whatever you want to get done. As long as the photo is taken very well, you look professional, and it's done really well. It looks good. Quality over quantity. Tip number four is make it very, very clear how people can work with you and what the steps are needed in order to commission you for a painting or a job or a mural or whatever you want to be hired for. And I think it's important to explain those steps quickly and clearly so customers are ready to give you what you need when they're inquiring. So if you go to my website and go to my contact page, I'll say, hey, fill out the form below, or you can just email me right here. And I provide my email and I say, first off, I'm going to ask for a photo of your wall and any specifics that you can give. Do you have a theme in mind? Do you know what you want? If you don't, that's okay. We can figure it out. But I'm going to need some dimensions. And if you just guess, say, I have about an eight foot by eight foot wall, that's fine by me. We can start there. And if you have images of something you want or you've seen something that you liked or something, I just give me all the information you can and I'll come back and I'll ask you a couple questions and maybe if you have a budget or whatever, and then I'll give you a price quote within 24 hours. Then I say the next step is you'll pay a deposit and we'll set a date. I request that people give me at least 30 days to book, but if you need something done ASAP, still don't hesitate to reach out. I also say on my website that I have several artists, over 200 artists in the Artist Academy. And so if I can't get something accomplished, I bet I know some artists who can and I can easily refer you. And I also vaguely give my pricing. 
I'm up in the air on whether an artist should just flat out give pricing or rates. I don't think it's a bad idea and I don't think it's a good idea. I really don't know. But on my website, I say things can start as as little as $5 per square foot if you want just a couple simple lines on a really big wall. Or it can go up to anywhere of $45 per square foot plus if you want a really detailed city scene that's going to have little buildings and cars and windows that just take a tiny brush and take forever. That takes more time. And I think just explaining that really quickly that prices vary. So just reach out and I'll give you a price quote. I've thought multiple times about giving examples of what costs what, putting up a couple logos and saying, this is within the $1,000 to $2,000 range, putting up a big mural and say, this is in the $5,000 to $10,000 range, reach out. Because I think it's great to give just as much information as possible and just lay it all out there. I haven't tried it, but it's been on my mind too. So if you think that it could benefit you, why not try it? But I think it will also keep people from reaching out who can't afford it, but make it more clear to where people know what to expect. That way we're not getting a ton of emails and then getting ghosted because that's not fun either. So putting as much information as we can out front about pricing and how to work with us, I think is really smart. Tip number five, make your checkout process easier easy by integrating things like Apple Pay, one-click pay, or quick shipping options. We live in the day of Amazon. You can buy with one click and we have to compete with that. (laughs) And I fall into the same trap when I'm ordering something off of a website. If they have Apple Pay and I can just click the side of my phone to order, I'm like, yes, thank you. And so this is more when it comes in terms of people buying products on your website, like not commissioning for a mural. I rarely have people pay for anything. They I don't have people pay for the deposit on my website. I don't have them pay for the mural there. I just send an invoice and they typically pay through check. But this is more having a checkout process can be really beneficial if you're selling prints, you want to sell originals, small items, whatever. And having an easy checkout process helps people to not leave an abandoned cart. Again, it's the KISS method, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. Everything is with that. I think having an online presence, it's the same as social media. It's how clear are we there? How does someone work with us? I think putting all of this information on our social media as well would help artists get jobs as well. Like putting together a video on your social media of how to commission you and maybe what the process is like, what your pricing is, giving that information and just showing people, hey, you can commission me. These are the rules of it. This is what I like to do. Even stating how many revisions you give for a mock-up, like talking about things like that of how to hire you, I think is a good idea to do on social media. It's not reserved for your website. Your website is a very professional place where people can go and hire you, but so is social media. And also putting your website on your social media is vital. Just do it on all of them. If you have Pinterest, put it there. If you have LinkedIn, put it there. Putting your website everywhere. I don't know if that's common sense, but just saying if anybody doesn't know. Okay. That's all I have today. I just wanted to give some quick tips and I hope that you found this valuable and maybe you're going to make a couple edits to your website because I think spending some time to put up a website 
It does take several hours in the forefront, but it takes hardly any to maintain it. I remember I overthought my website so much in the beginning and I've changed it so much since the first one that I put up. I've even changed my domain name. I used to have paintitredllc.com because that was my LLC, but nobody knows me by that anymore. I'm pretty sure I still own the LLC, but I have just redirected it to now artbyandrae.com. So it's okay. You can totally change it. It doesn't matter. The main thing is just to get something up because the sooner you have something up, the sooner you get those keywords, the sooner Google gets used to you and your SEO gets better and people can start to find you online. So if you've been waiting for the perfect time, there is no perfect time. If you have a couple photos, put them up, do something today and just get it going. Or you could wait until I have everything figured out with this Artist Academy website developer situation and I could do it for you. Because like I said, I know how many artists don't like to do this particularly and put off doing this for a year or two or more and it's been on their their to-do list forever lingering. You don't want to do it. So I want to take that off of your plate and I've been researching what people charge to build websites. And it's insane. People charge thousands of dollars to put up a website. And I just think that that is insane. It's so easy to put up a simple Shopify drag and drop thing. And I want to help people for less than $1,000 in the academy, considerably less. So when I start to put this out, it'll probably be around the five $600 mark. And then it'll go up a little bit as we get more seasoned and we get better at it. But I have the goal. It's going to be under $1,000 no matter what. It's a pretty simple process to get this up. It doesn't cost a ton. And I don't mind helping. I want to help. And I think this could be mutually beneficial to all of us. And so if you're needing help with it, I have a link here that you can go and you can sign up for it. And I'll let you know when everything is available. I'm going to be giving it to Artist Academy members for the trial run. And then probably next year, the beginning of next year, January, February, I'll put it out to everybody else as an added feature. We can build your website for you for not a crazy amount of money. And you can start getting that SEO going and you'll have the backing of a website developer and a seasoned artist, me, to knowing how to sell and knowing what customers need and what they look for and how to make it easy. Again, if you want fireworks on your website, you can. I won't stop you, but I will advise you on the best selling practices per what you're doing because I sell all kinds of things. So we'll customize the website tailored to you and what you want to be doing and what your plans are. And then you'll have yours forever. No strings attached. So that's my plans. And I hope your plans are to either update or build your website and start to get jobs that way. Okay, that's all I have for you today. I hope you guys have a rest, great rest of your week and we'll see you next week for another episode of the Quit Your Day Job series where members of the Artist Academy, I interview them on how they quit their day job and are now full-time artists. So looking forward to that. Okay, have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. I've been putting out at least one episode per week for more than four years on this podcast. And it's really cool to see those download numbers go up and up as time goes on. And that's because artists like you listen and share these episodes. So really... 
when I say thank you, I mean it. <laughs> it's really cool to see progress along the way. And anyway, if you like this type of art and business content, then I highly encourage you to get the audio version of my book, Mural Money, with over 15 hours of listening inspiration. I'm currently running a special of just $17 for the audio version. You can go to muralmoney.com to find it. And that comes with a bunch of extras like my art supply list, my pricing guide, recommended book and podcast list, and so much more. I filled that book with tips from my art journey of building a profitable mural career. Plus, I've included the best of the best advice from guests I've interviewed on this podcast. It's the most affordable all-in-one book of advice on art and business that I have. And if you enjoy listening to me here, then I know you'll like the book too because I read it myself all 15 hours of it. <laughs> the book is available on Amazon and Audible normally for $25, but if you go to muralmoney.com, that is where you can grab the special $17 deal while it lasts. If you haven't listened to my book yet, this is your sign to do it. Again, normally $25, running a special for $17, but you have to go to muralmoney.com. That's where you can grab the audio version of it. And that's all I have for you today. So I will see you next week for another episode of the Artist Academy podcast. <laughs>